Today is the 27th day of July. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I'm Brian. It is a joy to be here with you as we conclude, close down, and release another one of our weeks together for this year. And what a week it has been as we've, uh, well, we continued our journey through Second Chronicles and we're moving through the kings of Israel and Judah again. And uh, the book of Romans, obviously, from the Apostle Paul is revealing so much uh, for us to allow to seep deep into our hearts and become our realities. So let's take the next step forward and finish this week well. We've been reading from the English Standard Version this week. Today, 2 Chronicles chapters 19 and 20. Jehoshaphat, the king of Judah, returned in safety to his house in Jerusalem. But Jehu, the son of Hanani, the seer, went out to meet him and said to King Jehoshaphat, Should you help the wicked and love those who hate the Lord? Because of this, wrath has gone out against you from the Lord. Nevertheless, some good is found in you. For you destroyed the Asherah out of the land and have set your heart to seek God. Jehoshaphat lived at Jerusalem, and he went out again among the people from Beersheba to the hill country of Ephraim and brought them back to the Lord, the God of their fathers. He appointed judges in the land and all the fortified cities of Judah, city by city, and said to the judges, Consider what you do. For you judge not for man, but for the Lord. He is with you in giving judgment. Now then, let the fear of the Lord be upon you. Be careful what you do, for there is no injustice with the Lord our God, or partiality, or taking bribes. Moreover, in Jerusalem, Jehoshaphat appointed certain Levites and priests and heads of families of Israel, to give judgment for the Lord and to decide disputed cases. They had their seat at Jerusalem, and he charged them, Thus you shall do in the fear of the Lord, in faithfulness and with your whole heart. Whenever a case comes to you from your brothers who live in their cities, concerning bloodshed, law or commandment, statutes or rules, then you shall warn them, that they may not incur guilt before the Lord, and wrath may not come upon you and your brothers. Thus you shall do, and you will not incur guilt. And behold, Amariah the chief priest is over you in all matters of the Lord, and Zebediah the son of Ishmael, the governor of the house of Judah, in all the king's matters. And the Levites will serve you as officers, Deal courageously, and may the Lord be with the upright. After this, the Moabites and Ammonites, and with them some of the Munites, came against Jehoshaphat for battle. Some men came and told Jehoshaphat, A great multitude is coming against you from Edom, from beyond the sea, and behold, they are in Hazazon Tamar, that is, En Gedi. Then Jehoshaphat was afraid and set his face to seek the Lord, 
and proclaimed a fast throughout all Judah. And Judah assembled to seek help from the Lord. From all the cities of Judah they came to seek the Lord. And Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem, in the house of the Lord, before the new court, and said, O Lord, God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. In your hand are power and might, so that none is able to withstand you. Did you not, our God, drive out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel, and give it forever to the descendants of Abraham your friend? And they have lived in it, and have built for you in it a sanctuary for your name, saying, If disaster comes upon us, the sword, judgment, or pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this house and before you, for your name is in this house, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and save. And now, behold, the men of Ammon and Moab and Mount Seir, whom you would not let Israel invade when they came from the land of Egypt, and whom they avoided and did not destroy. Behold, they reward us by coming to drive us out of your possession, which you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not execute judgment on them? For we are powerless against this great horde that is coming against us, we do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. Meanwhile, all Judah stood before the Lord with their little ones, their wives, and their children. And the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehaziel, the son of Zechariah, son of Benaiah, son of Jael, son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph, in the midst of the assembly. And he said, Listen! all Judah and inhabitants of Jerusalem and King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, Do not be afraid and do not be dismayed at this great horde, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow go down against them. Behold, they will come up by the ascent of Ziz, you will find them at the end of the valley east of the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Stand firm, hold your position, and see the salvation of the Lord on your behalf. O Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid and do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them and the Lord will be with you. Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. And the Levites of the Kohathites and the Korahites stood up to praise the Lord, the God of Israel, with a very loud voice. And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. 
Believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Believe his prophets and you will succeed. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and say, Give thanks to the Lord, for his steadfast love endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah, so that they were routed. For the men of Ammon and Moab rose against the inhabitants of Mount Seir, devoting them to destruction. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they all helped to destroy one another. When Judah came to the watchtower of the wilderness, they looked toward the horde, and behold, there were dead bodies lying on the ground. None had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take their spoil, they found among them in great numbers goods, clothing, and precious things, which they took for themselves until they could carry no more. They were three days in taking the spoil. It was so much. On the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Barakah, for there they blessed the Lord. Therefore the name of that place has been called the valley of Barakah to this day. Then they returned, every man of Judah and Jerusalem, and Jehoshaphat at their head, returning to Jerusalem with joy, for the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies. They came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets to the house of the Lord. And the fear of God came on all the kingdoms of the countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel. So the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet, for his God gave him rest all around. Thus Jehoshaphat reigned over Judah, he was 35 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 25 years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Azubah, the daughter of Shili. He walked in the way of Asa his father and did not turn aside from it, doing what was right in the sight of the Lord. The high places, however, were not taken away. The people had not yet set their hearts upon the God of their fathers. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoshaphat, from first to last, are written in the chronicles of Jehu, the son of Hanani, which are recorded in the book of the kings of Israel. After this, Jehoshaphat, king of Judah, joined with Ahaziah, king of Israel, who acted wickedly. He joined him in building ships to go to Tarshish, and they built the ships in Ezion-Geber, then Eleazar the son of Dodavahu of Marashah prophesied against Jehoshaphat, saying, Because you have joined with Ahaziah, the Lord will destroy what you have made. And the ships were wrecked and were not able to go to Tarshish. Romans 10, 14 through 11, 12. How then will they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how are they to believe in him 
of whom they have never heard. And how are they to hear without someone preaching? And how are they to preach unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who preach the good news. But they have not all obeyed the gospel. For Isaiah says, Lord, who has believed what he has heard from us? So, faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. But I ask, have they not heard? Indeed they have, for their voice has gone out to all the earth and their words to the ends of the world. But I ask, did Israel not understand? For Moses says, I will make you jealous of those who are not a nation. With a foolish nation, I will make you angry. Then Isaiah is so bold as to say, I have been found by those who did not seek me. I have shown myself to those who did not ask for me. But of Israel, he says, All day long I have held out my hands to a disobedient and contrary people. I ask then, has God rejected his people? By no means. For I myself am an Israelite, a descendant of Abraham, a member of the tribe of Benjamin. God has not rejected his people whom he foreknew. Do you not know what the scripture says of Elijah, how he appeals to God against Israel? Lord, they have killed your prophets. They have demolished your altars, and I alone am left, and they seek my life. But what is God's reply to him? I have kept for myself 7,000 men who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. But if it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace would no longer be grace. What then? Israel failed to obtain what it was seeking. The elect obtained it, but the rest were hardened. As it is written, God gave them a spirit of stupor, eyes that would not see and ears that would not hear, down to this very day. And David says, let their table become a snare and a trap, a stumbling block and a retribution for them. Let their eyes be darkened so that they cannot see and bend their backs forever. So I ask, did they stumble in order that they might fall? By no means. Rather, through their trespass, Salvation has come to the Gentiles so as to make Israel jealous. Now if their trespass means riches for the world and if their failure means riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their full inclusion mean? Psalm 21 
The king rejoices in the Lord's strength. To the choir master, a psalm of David. O Lord, in your strength the king rejoices, and in your salvation how greatly he exults. You have given him his heart's desire and have not withheld the request of his lips. Selah. For you meet him with rich blessings. You set a crown of fine gold upon his head. He asked life of you. You gave it to him. Length of days forever and ever. His glory is great through your salvation. Splendor and majesty you bestow on him. For you make him most blessed forever. You make him glad with the joy of your presence. For the king trusts in the Lord, and through the steadfast love of the Most High he shall not be moved. Your hand will find out all your enemies. Your right hand will find out those who hate you. You will make them as a blazing oven when you appear. The Lord will swallow them up in his wrath, and fire will consume them. You will destroy their descendants from the earth and their offspring from among the children of man. Though they plan evil against you, though they devise mischief, they will not succeed, for you will put them to flight. You will aim at their faces with your bows. Be exalted, O Lord, in your strength. We will sing and praise your power. Proverbs 20, 4 through 6. The sluggard does not plow in the autumn. He will seek at harvest and have nothing. The purpose in a man's heart is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Many a man proclaims his own steadfast love, but a faithful man? Who can find? Father, we thank you for your word. We, we thank you for another week that we've been able to spend day by day in your word, allowing it to speak to us, allowing it to challenge us, allowing it to shape us. And as we close this, the final full week of this month of July down, we, we again take a moment to look back at all of the ways in which you have been so present to us in community as we've gone through your word this year. And so we set our sights forward as we prepare to uh, move into a new week and then move into a new month and we say come Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus we ask Amen DailyAudioBible.com is the, is the website's home base and it's where you find out what's going on around here so always uh, try to stay connected and up to date the prayer wall lives at DailyAudioBible.com 
and uh, people are continually asking for prayer and receiving prayer and encouragement there at the prayer wall. Of course, uh, if you're using the Daily Audio Bible app, you can uh, reach the prayer wall using the app as well, just by, by pressing the drawer icon in the upper left-hand corner. Uh, the Daily Audio Bible shop lives at dailyaudiobible.com, and you can, get that, you can get to that from the Daily Audio Bible app the same way. So there are resources there that are intended to accompany you on the journey through the scriptures in a year. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, I I can't thank you enough. I, I humbly thank you with a grateful heart. We are a community and it grew up that way and it's only ever been that way and we wouldn't be here if we weren't here together. So, so thank you for your partnership as we navigate the, uh, the summertime. There's a link on the homepage, dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the Give button in the upper right-hand corner. Or uh, if you prefer the mail, the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And, uh, and that's it for today. Other than to tell you that I love you, and I do, and, uh, and I will be waiting for you here tomorrow. Demetrius, I just heard your phone call. It's June 19th, and I just want to speak directly to you. In Jesus' name, you are not hopeless. You are not isolated, you are not forgotten, and you are not wasted. And there is no place that you are that Jesus cannot find you and will not fight to get to you. So I just pray in the name of Jesus that your eyes, the scales on your eyes would fall off and you would see the light of Jesus that speaks over you and calls out to you that in the name of Jesus, the enemy that is declaring hopelessness and isolation over you is mute. I pray that you are open. I just pray that the Holy Spirit would just loose the truth in you, that the answer to your children is you. And so I just pray for a divine intervention because Jesus loves you that much. And I felt that as soon as I heard you. So you go forth and may you see your freedom today. Hi, this is Joanne from State College. And I just heard um, Demetrius on the prayer line. Demetrius, God is not bullshit. I know your life must be, it must feel like you've bottomed out to the cellar, but please don't give up. I'm looking in my Bible and I can't find it right now, but somewhere in Isaiah between chapter 40 and 44, the Lord says, If you go through the waters, I will be with you. If you walk through the fire, I will be with you. He is with you even though you don't feel him. Please, just sit and cry out to him and ask him to reveal himself to you. Please, Uh, he does not want to lose you and we don't want to lose you. Please, Demetrius, hang in there. Bye. Hi, this is Jeanette from Denmark. I'm calling for the young woman 
who has a child and is outside of her home country and not really able to speak with people. I understand. Um, I moved from the United States to be with a loving and believing husband here, but I still feel the loss of my cultural identity and my uh, ability to reach out to my family quite so easily. It is a long journey, but I want to encourage you because being 17 years outside of my homeland um, has led to reaching out to Jesus for a deeper connection with him. And I believe that the Holy Spirit is offering you the same hand of guidance and comfort in everything. I believe that the Holy Spirit is our guidance here on earth and we settle too easily into the cultures we have grown up in. But I believe that you have a home. I believe that you are a part of the kingdom, that you are a beloved daughter of the Lord Jesus Christ. And God, our Father, is the one who gives you someone to talk to, to hear, and to be fed guidance from. I believe that there is a voice of the Holy Father reaching out to you to comfort you in your time of need, especially in the moments when we're lonely, afraid, or in the darkness. I believe that He loves you, dear sister, and I believe that He is with you right now, holding you tight. May you always, always walk in his love and always be aware of his presence. May you wear a crown of joy as you think of his word. Talk to you later. Bye. Hi, my name is Anna Hufford and I'm calling from California. I'm calling to pray for the gentleman that called in about his marriage and his wife leaving him multiple times. And he also lost both of his parents within seven months. Um, I don't know your name, but Father God, I pray that you would comfort this brother. God, that you would surround him with your Holy Spirit. And that you would give him wisdom and discernment and insight onto um, how to connect with you in this time. And also how to reconnect with his wife. God, I ask that you would save this marriage, that you would save this family for your kingdom's glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Um, I have such a heart for marriage and such a heart for family, and I pray for all of you that call in. And I'm also asking for prayer for myself in this regard. Um, I'm 40 years alive, and I have been never been married before, but I am waiting to get married. And I have such a desire for family and such a desire for marriage. And um, I'm just weary of doing life and my dreams alone. And there's all of you could please pray for my husband and the fulfillment of that desire. I really would love to see that happen this year, and I have such faith that God can come through. And um, along with that, if you could also pray for financial breakthrough. <clears throat> um, I've been struggling with just one uh, debtor, and I've been asking God to erase that debt and to set me free so that I can live fully and give back more. So I appreciate the prayers. Thank you so much for being faithful and love hearing all of you. Hey, this is Susie from Colorado, and I just listened to um, the DAB 
prayer request from Demetrius. Demetrius, I, I don't know what you're going through. I do know that um, so many Christians, and, it, and you may not feel like God is really paying a lot of attention to you right now, but He adores you. And we all, I bet you that there are hundreds of people who listen to your um, your call-in message to bless your progeny, um, but we, we I, I bet a lot of us shed tears, I know I did. You sound completely um, in despair, and I also bet there's another hundred or so people listening that have also felt in complete despair. But as Brian says, you do not have to go through this alone. But please go through it. Please don't give up. I promise you that's not what God's plan is for you or your progeny. So call in and let us know um, that you heard all of us praying for you.